Making art is meant to be a wild creative process, not one caged by shame that whispers, you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you will never be successful. So let's rewild our relationships with our creative work. I'm your host, author and creative wellness coach, Kristen Kiefer, and this is Wild Making. Something really interesting happened for me on Instagram this week. I recently have been doing quite a lot of work on my debut novel, Beneath the Morning Sky, because it is due in a few days for copy editing. I'll be shipping it off to my editor, Sarah Letourneau of Heart of the Story Editorial, um, and getting some copy editing done on this thing so that I can publish it and share it with you all later this year. And because I was just really into my novel, really enjoying it, it's at this this stage where it's very readable, it's almost ready for publication, I thought it would be a lot of fun to share some snippets on Instagram. So I made a story requesting that, you know, kind of explaining this and uh, asking that, you know, if anybody wanted for me to share a snippet from a particular page of the manuscript, they could give me a number between one and 361, and I would share that uh, a snippet from that page. So that's exactly what I did. I had several, you know, fun responses come in. I shared snippets, like, uh, I think seven or eight of them over the course of 24 hours or so, and I loved sharing them. It was so much fun to get to share parts of this story with you that I've been working on for so long. Shortly after this experience, somebody sent me a DM. And among other things, they mentioned that they thought it was so brave of me to share these snippets online. And that statement, like, just stopped me dead in my tracks. Just completely, like, I had to take a moment because I felt like it almost um, punched me in the face, but, like, in the most loving way ever. Because I realized that, one... Nothing about sharing those snippets required any bravery from me. I didn't feel brave when sharing them. I didn't need to call upon some inner courage when sharing them because it didn't feel scary for me to, to share because it I didn't feel any anxiety around the act of sharing and marketing my art in this way. And two, the second realization that I had was that this would not have been the case for me this ease that I found in sharing, maybe even as recently as a year ago. Definitely several years back, I would have been horrifically anxious about this experience of of sharing snippets from my book. And these weren't even just like short little sentences. They were paragraphs. They were longer snippets. And the me that I was in years gone by would have found that type of sharing to be really anxiety-inducing. I would have, I, I definitely did carry a lot of fear around it. So I thought it would be fun for us today to take a look at, because I'm sure I am not the only one, I know I am not the only one who feels anxious about sharing their art with the world. So I thought it would be interesting to take a look at how I got from being very anxious about sharing snippets to a place where I am perfectly comfortable doing so and it doesn't even register in my nervous system as like, any sort of threat whatsoever. The answer to this question lies in a very secret, uh, a very simple, not so secret formula 
Um, That comes out of one of the phrases that I use here on the podcast and in my work at large very often. I often say this phrase that your beliefs create your results. The longer version of that phrase is that your beliefs impact your behavior, impact your results, or your beliefs create your behavior, create your results, right? What we believe about ourselves, our art, the world at large, impacts how we show up, how we behave, and how we behave impacts what we're able to achieve or what sort of results we end up experiencing inside of our creative lives and beyond. So this not-so-secret formula to my own growth is belief plus effective behavior equals positive result. And it's this simple formula that I've plugged into time and time again, especially over the last year or two, to really expand what my body sees as being safe or unsafe, to really expand the capacity of my nervous system and get really, really comfortable with marketing my work, with sharing my work with the world. So let's break this formula down in a little bit more detail. Let's start with belief. You experience a sense of danger around a particular act because of beliefs that you already have that are wired into your brain, into your nervous system. So if I believe that my work is not all that great, and I believe that people are going to criticize it and judge it and call me out for being untalented and a fraud, then those beliefs are wired into my nervous system. Those beliefs are part of what comprise my, we'll call it my zone of safety, my comfort zone within my nervous system. And these might be beliefs that are more like fears for you, but the fear is still something that feels dangerous to your body, right? You are afraid of whatever result um, you, you might get if you act not accordingly with this fear. And I want to take one tiny step back and address this word belief for a second. You might think to yourself, I don't really believe that my work is trash, but sometimes I just get really afraid that it is and it makes me really anxious about sharing. So like, I don't know, is it actually a belief or what's going on here? And when I use the word belief, I'm really separating what you logically know from what is deeply wired into your nervous system. So you might logically know that you're a good writer, that your work has value, that you do have talent, but there might be a deep, dark part of you that is like, my work is the most terrible thing that the world has ever seen, and if I share it, I am going to get rejected to hell, right? That might be something that's going on deeper inside of you, and those beliefs, those those fears might not even pop up for you until that moment when you start to think about sharing your art with the world, right? Because most of the time, you're probably trying to ignore those fears, or you might not be thinking about sharing your art, so there's no reason for those fears to come up for you because you're not engaged in that act. So all of that is just to say that when I am talking about beliefs, I am talking about whatever statements kind of define your zone of safety. If you feel really anxious when you think about sharing your art, ask yourself why. Do you worry that your 
not actually all that talented and people are going to criticize and judge you, then that is a belief that is currently wired into your nervous system. Doesn't mean that it's true at all. Doesn't even mean that you logically believe it, like, you know, more uh, higher level thinking, right? Doesn't mean that that's logically true inside of your head, but your body believes it right now. Your body believes it. Your deeper nervous system, your animal body believes it. And that's why when you go to share your art, you experience all of this anxiety or this fear. So that's what I mean when I'm talking about belief. And on the flip side, the really beautiful thing is that the beliefs that currently design, the, the beliefs that currently comprise our zone of safety, our comfort zones, don't have to hold true for all of time. You don't have to, your, your nervous system capacity does not have to remain just as it is forever. There are things that you can do to expand your nervous system capacity so that you can show up more confidently, more calmly, in situations that you weren't able to do so before. Which brings us back again to this idea of getting comfortable with sharing your art and this idea of this not-so-secret growth formula. So the first aspect of that formula is belief. What belief do you need to step into in order to get the result that you want? Let's reverse engineer this. Let's say that the result that you want to get is that you want to confidently and calmly share your work with the world. Okay, what do you need to believe in order to step into that? Personally, and your answer may be very different from my own, but personally, the one really big belief, this like mantra that I have carried with me for years now, is that if I love my work, other people will love it too. Because I am not so special on a planet with more than 8 billion other people that it is even possible that no one else is going to like my work. There are many, many other people out there who are going to love my work. Are there people out there who are going to hate it too? Yeah, absolutely. And those people can go F off because they're not my people. I mean, I wish them well. I hope they find the art that makes them feel alive and that they deeply enjoy. But anybody's opinion who, you know, if they're not my people, the people who are going to love my art, their opinion is of no consequence to me. That is the decision I have made for myself because there are people out there who want my art, who are destined to love it just as much as I do, and those are the people that I'm here to serve, that I'm here to connect with, and that I'm making my focus. So having this phrase, if I love my work, other people will love it too, has not only helped me to be brave enough to make the art that I want to make, despite any fears or reservations I might have, but also then to share that art with the world, trusting that though it may connect with some people who don't love it, it absolutely has the potential to connect with the people who will as well. So using that phrase, that is the, the phrase that served for the first part of this growth formula over the past several years for me. The second part of this growth formula is effective behavior. So once you kind of have identified a belief for yourself that you would like to step into in order to get a particular result, it's time to think about how you can take effective action to begin integrating that belief. Essentially, you want to take action that 
allows you to give your nervous system evidence that it is indeed safe for you to adopt this new belief and to act in this way. Because right now with where you're at, your nervous system doesn't believe that. Your nervous system feels that this is scary and maybe you shouldn't do this. It's dangerous and it's going to only lead to some sort of harm. Logically, you know that this is probably not the case and now it's time to get your body on board with what you logically know. So, what action do you feel relatively confident that you can competently complete in order to prove to your nervous system that you can indeed step into this new belief and act in this new way, that it is safe for you to do so? Notice the word competently in there, okay? You need to be, before you take any sort of action to integrate a new belief, you need to be relatively pretty darn sure that you can competently complete that action. Because if you don't, you're just going to wind up giving your brain, your nervous system, evidence that it's actually not safe for you to take that action. It's not safe for you to step into that new belief and you should have, you know, you should stay exactly where you are. You should keep believing the beliefs that aren't serving you. That's not what we want. So in order to confidently take some competent action, what you need to do is kind of figure out where the line is between safety and danger for you. So for me, that in in this specific example that we're using, it was publicly sharing my art in any capacity, publicly sharing snippets from my novel in any capacity. That was the line. And then once you've discovered that line, ask yourself what one tiny, tiny step outside of that line outside of that boundary of your comfort zone would look like. The very first time that I remember ever sharing a snippet of my fiction online, I shared one sentence. Not a whole paragraph, not a whole scene, not a whole chapter. And when I say online, I also mean like not just sharing as a form of marketing or connection with fellow writers, but also this was the first time I'd ever shared like in the sense of sharing with beta readers or critique partners either. I hadn't done any of that. This was the first time I was basically ever sharing my work with somebody else. And I posted it as a tweet because I was on Twitter back in the day. And I chose to do this because I wanted to be brave. I actually didn't have any knowledge about my nervous system at the time. I didn't have any of this knowledge about this not-so-secret growth formula that I'm using today. But I was kind of acting instinctually here in an effort to grow. And when I shared this snippet, I chose one single sentence, and it was a sentence that I really, really loved. I thought I had written something incredibly beautiful and captivating and intriguing, and so I felt really confident about sharing it. I mean, relatively speaking, I was still very anxious, but I felt relatively confident about sharing it because I really thought it was beautiful. It wasn't a line or an excerpt or a snippet that I was more insecure about, more anxious about. It was one I felt confident about. And so I very nervously typed that out in a tweet and I sent it. That was my competent action. And I got really wonderful feedback. The people who were following me on Twitter at that time really liked it too, which was just more evidence for my nervous system that it was indeed safe for me to share my art with the world, to share my work with the world, because if I love it, then other people will love it too. 
And so that was one powerful piece of evidence for me that it was safe to start believing something new and acting upon that new belief. And the reason that that worked wasn't because I took some big, like, quantum, crazy action. All I did was take one tiny step outside of my comfort zone that I felt fairly confident taking. Yes, there was still anxiety present. Yes, there was still fear present. But confidence was right there, too. If instead I had asked myself to share an entire scene with a beta reader for the first time, my anxiety would have been through the roof if I had never shared any snippets before that. But I didn't do that. I took one tiny step, and that is how you take competent action. So you can keep taking that one tiny step for a while until it feels really safe, right? Until it feels really normal and natural for you to do now. And then you can start to expand a little bit more. Maybe post two snippets, maybe post three snippets, or maybe share several pictures instead of just one picture of your art. And then you can get a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger until you're sharing freely and confidently where the word brave doesn't even enter your vocabulary anymore because you're not afraid. You're not anxious about it. That's where I am now with sharing snippets. Now, I've never shared a full book that I've written before. I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit anxious about publishing my first novel. I should say I've never published a full novel before. I have several nonfiction books, but I've never published a full novel before. And so I'd be lying if I said I wasn't anxious about publishing that later this year. But I've taken steps to share more than just small snippets of my work with the world. I've gotten beta feedback. I've gotten... a 44-page editorial letter from my editor, I have shared my work with people and received wonderful feedback, helpful feedback, constructive feedback. And even though I'm a little bit anxious about publishing later this year, I will do so confidently, knowing that it is only the next step in my journey to expanding the comfort that I feel in my body around the act of sharing my work with the world. It'll just be one more step. It'll be the next best step for me. And so that is how you can use this formula of belief plus effective action or effective behavior equaling a result, with the result, of course, being the expansion of your nervous system, with the result being showing up in the world with your art the way that you want to, right? You get to decide what you want your result to be, you get to decide what your belief that you're going to step into will be, and you get to decide how you're going to step into that belief safely, effectively, competently, and confidently through a particular behavior or action. This formula is totally up to you, and the example that I've given today is just one way that you can use it. You can use this formula to step into any new beliefs and achieve any new results that you want for yourself. A few, before we wrap up, a few notes here just to make sure that you're using this formula to the best of your ability. The belief that you're stepping into should be attainable. When I talk about attainable, when I use this word, what I mean is, if you struggle to think of yourself, for example, as a writer, you write, but even the word writer doesn't feel like something you can lay claim to, suddenly saying, suddenly making your belief, I am the world's next best-selling fantasy author, is going to be a huge leap. It's going to be incredibly difficult for your nervous system to accept as truth because 
you're going from not even being able to call yourself a writer to asking yourself to believe that you are excelling at a level that most authors never excel to for a thousand different reasons. It, that's, that's a huge leap, and that's going to make that belief unattainable for you at this time. That doesn't mean you can't step into it down the road, but just like you need to take small steps to expand your comfort zone via action, you need to take some small steps with your beliefs. If you struggle to think of yourself as a writer, make your belief, I am a real writer. I am a real creative. Step into that first and then see what the next stepping stone is for you. Additionally, I want to take a moment to piggyback off of something that we talked about last week. If you listened to last week's episode, you might remember that I introduced my, what I see as being the kind of four realms of creative energy. There is the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. These realms of creative energy are different. How I define them is different than how you might typically think of wellness, right? So when we're just talking about general wellness, you often see these terms of physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual pop up. Those are, that has a separate definition. Um, So when I talk about something like mental energy for creation, I'm not talking about mindset, actually. What I'm talking about is, are you filling your creative well? Are you giving your imagination something to work with? Are you committed to learning your craft? Those sorts of things. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I would encourage going back and listening to that one. But I wanted to take a moment to acknowledge which of the realms of energy, creative energy, that using this formula um, feeds into. Because using this formula and applying it to your life is one way that you can nourish your creative spirit. And so the two realms of energy that I think are majorly at play here are the emotional realm of creative energy and the spiritual realm of creative energy. So using this formula, you are trying to expand your nervous system capacity, expand what your body believes that it is safe for you to do. That, if you will recall from last week, really strikes upon, that's not quite the phrase I'm looking for, but you get my point, it really um, highlights the emotional realm of creative energy. I define the emotional realm of creative energy as being what emotions, what body sensations are you feeling when you think about your art, when you make your art, when you share your art, what feels safe for your body to do in the context of making and sharing art versus what doesn't feel safe. So using this formula is one way that you can nourish the emotional realm of creative energy so that you can start creating and cultivating some safety for yourself that allows you to show up the way that you want to inside of your creative practice. Using this formula also strikes upon, we're back to that phrase again, I I feel like what I want to say is right on the tip of my tongue, but it's not quite coming to me, and that is okay. It also strikes upon the realm of spiritual creative energy. So the realm of spiritual energy here that we're talking about is your beliefs. What beliefs define you as an artist? What beliefs define your humanity? What beliefs define your art, 
what beliefs define the way that you engage with the world with your art, what beliefs define how you think about the people who will love your art, those sorts of things. The way that I see it, your belief system makes up your spirit, makes up your who you are as a creative. And so by using this growth formula to intentionally work to step into new beliefs and release old beliefs that aren't serving you, you are directly addressing the spiritual energy that you are bringing to your creative work. And that is a really, really beautiful thing. And so hopefully this has illustrated for you just one practice that you can use to begin nourishing your creative spirit, nourishing the four realms of your creative energy. Again, this is just one practice. There are so many other practices that can help feed into and fuel these realms of creative energy for you. But I love this growth formula and how well it serves me because it is simple and it is effective, and it is a tool for sustainable long-term growth. It's not asking you to change overnight. It's asking you to take one small step with intention to become a little bit more of the person that you want to be. And it has served me so well since I first kind of developed it over the last year and a half-ish. Certainly, I was applying it to some degree without even kind of having it in a specific formula prior to that. Um, But having the formula itself just makes the work all that more intentional, all that more focused, all that more clear. So let this um, be a resource that you consider tapping into in your own creative journey. And recognize that just like I am now in a place where it is incredibly easy for me to share snippets, this is a place that you can get to as well. In case you don't know any of my story, I come from a very long history of very low self-esteem and a ton of social anxiety. I did not have much confidence about my art in the past at all. I struggled deeply with perfectionism and people-pleasing, and that impacted my creative journey for many years. So when I say that I I found it very anxiety-inducing and fear-inducing to even think about sharing my art in the past. I am not kidding you. And it's truly incredible to be in a place now where I can share snippets from my creative work and realize that it's safe for me to do so, that there is a community for me, that there's belonging and love and safety for me that I can access through the act of sharing my art. And that brings me so much joy and fulfillment. I've really been feeling incredibly proud of myself this week, all because of that DM that even pointed this concept of bravery out to me in the first place, because it had not been on my mind before that. So thank you to that lovely follower, that lovely writer who shared with me that DM. I super appreciate it. And I hope that you appreciate today's episode and consider using this formula to step into the person that you want to be. I'm so excited to see where it takes you. Thank you for listening to today's Wild Making. If this episode felt like coming home to yourself as an artist or a maker, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing to help this podcast reach a wider audience of creatives like yourself. And for more on untaming your art, be sure to check out my current coaching offers and subscribe to receive weekly wisdom-packed emails in your inbox for free at kristinkiefer.co. Cool? Until next time, shine on, my friend.